Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Randy Lemons does not necessarily endorse any of the products or services advertised on this program. Is that for Sunday? <laughs> I was I was waiting for yours to be done so I could just do this. Never ever 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 use dyed mulch. This program. Um. Okay, so Nikki's still here. The amazing Joey G on the other side of the bulletproof glass. I find I found this funny this morning. Just weirdly funny to me because I'm that's kind of strange, but. So, we make note that I get emails, tons of emails every day, all day, every day, lots of emails, Um, but I don't sit around and answer them 24-7, so we see the ones that come in basically on the weekends for the most part quickly. I have gotten, I get more emails nowadays from people that don't listen to the program because their mom, their dad said, you should email Randy, their brother, their sister, their grandma their grandpa. Oh, okay. well, how sweet of them. I, the, you need to contact this guy. Like, I, that's uh-huh. how the email start. I got the first one ever today. Blank said I should. I, I find it funny. I know that I've never seen it this way before. I think that you is read? so No, no, sweet. You, got, you guys have to guess. What was the fill in the blank the first time ever? I've seen dads, moms, brothers, sisters, um, grandmas, grandpas. Gosh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're asking quite a bit there. Uh, <laughs> um, ex, ex-wife. Ooh, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. My ex-wife told me to call Randy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time he's ever listening to his ex. <laughs> my parole officer. Oh, I Ooh, like that. I, that's good, yeah. too. I wasn't thinking of that. Yeah. yeah. No, my priest. Oh, very okay. good. Yes. Very yes. Nice. I like that. And I, the other one this week, not as funny as the priest one, but I the very first time I ever saw this one too this week, my cousin. That's yeah. good. Yeah. My I cousin like said I should though. contact you. Well, that is the highest form of flattery, you know, word of mouth. Absolutely. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the one asked to answer all the emails. <laughs> my priest. I was, I thought it was being set up as a joke, you know. <laughs> This priest walks into a garden show and asks what. Um, I just thought that was so unusual this morning. So I've, I have everything covered now. I, okay, but y'all said I haven't never had an ex-wife and I've never had a parole officer mentioned. But now I have cousin and priest to add to the list. Okay, and every- my best friend. My best friend is one. You know, I've I've always noticed. I've answered my my next door neighbor told me. That's another one. 
that I should contact you? I'm waiting for dentist and my Mary Kay consultant. Ooh, my dentist. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. You mentioned that because guess what? Yesterday was what? the last day of the Mary Kay year. Oh, really? Yes. That's the, the end of their fiscal year. They're in, it's the end of their. They, I don't. I guess you could call it fiscal year, but it's the the last day of the Mary. So July first, start so of the next Mary Kay year. And then I go and celebrate all. You know this. Yep. I go and celebrate all the things up in Dallas. I'll, I'll yeah. do that at the end of July. So I think you need to keep that hallelujah handy. So any email that you get that mentions priest, you need well, to I run just that hallelujah. I, I, I like did that. not. I never said a word to him this morning mm-hmm. about the priest thing. No, I kind of went off in the cup about that. <laughs> and that was just on his own. And then he mentioned that, and I wanted to ask the quiz question. So, all right. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Garden Line. <laughs> I just thought that was funny this morning. My priest told me I should contact you. KTRH is our phone number, 713-212-5874. Now, seriously, we had to find a way to incorporate this. Anytime somebody uh, calls in and we realize they're using dyed mulch, like yesterday, that was awesome. We got the biggest kick out of that yesterday. Uh, I told the lady, I'm looking at her picture, and go, stop using the dyed mulch. She goes, I'm not using dyed mulch. That's colored mulch. (laughs) <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato. Should not use that, but we need to like all have a uh, some kind of mantra where we never, ever, ever, like never, ever, 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 ever use dyed mulch if you listen to the garden line. Big so, mistake. Big, huge. huge. Love that line too. Do you know they're making a Broadway musical out of that? <laughs> I saw that. I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I, um. Look, I'm letting everybody on a little secret. Uh, I get to go to London real soon. All right? Yeah. We're going to go watch a show on, at the West End. West End is their version of Broadway. Right. I was shocked how many shows have been turned in to... Uh, I'm a little shocked how many shows, movies, have been turned into musicals over the last, I don't know, how many when years. They, when they did The Lion King... I figured, oh well, then anything could be. I'm going to name drop. This is, but I get to because at one time in our lives, he was like a little brother to me. But uh, the musical Heather's, yeah, yeah, I know of it, is been debuting. Started maybe a couple weeks ago in the in London. It's at a theater called Another Place, which is not the West End, but it's still considered that, just like off Broadway. Sure. And uh, so, high school buddy of mine, Andy Fickman is the director of the musical Heathers. And he knows we're coming. I got to convince the spousal unit to let the kids go watch a musical adaptation of the movie Heathers where three (laughs) girls named Heather are trying to kill one other girl. (laughs) Well. I don't know that that's going to be pulled off. Yeah, that's going to be kind of tough. But the adults will have fun. I don't know if we're going to be able to pull that one off. I'd like to. But congratulations to our friend Andy Fickman. Uh, he's directed movies you know, The Game Plan. Um, my favorite, the, the movie that he did the best job at ever, I think, because it really came off really well, is called She's the Man. And it was before What's-Her-Name lost her mind and got off onto drugs and alcohol and everything. Um, but young girl becomes a boy for a soccer team at like a private school and really pulls it off quite well. Uh, So 
Well, we're doing this because they're making a Broadway musical out of Pretty Woman. I mean, seriously, Frozen <laughs> turned into a Broadway I musical. Mean, I can that see Frozen. Oh, there's songs to make embedded sense. in the movie. I'm going to have to pull up that site, and I was like looking at some of these shows going, they really turned that into a Broadway musical? Because uh, I mean, they don't, as opposed to New York, the West End keeps shows going forever. Yeah. I would like my kids to go see Dreamgirls, the Broadway musical, yeah. because I got to see that when I was, I don't know, 20, 21 years old, when it was brand new in and uh, Jennifer Holiday, who's a Houstonian, was the star. Uh, amazing show on Broadway. And, and they did a good job of turning that into a movie. But I think the show is a little bit different because on, you know, the, the movie they made Beyonce the star for all intents and purposes. And in the, the Broadway musical, the, whoever plays the role of Effie is the star of the yeah, show. Right. Although there's lots of really great roles for that. So I don't know. But we're going to go see something. When we're in London, I just don't know what it's going to be yet. So let's get back to the garden line. If your priest, your cousin, your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa told you you need to get a hold of me, we got lines open. You can get a hold of me right now. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. 212-KTRH is 212-5874. We actually have lines open right now as we're having some fun on this Sunday edition of Garden Line. We can line up the phone calls over the next few minutes to take our first break at the quarter of the hour, and then we'll get right back at it at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. I do want to give everybody a kind of heads up on something. I think we are in for a massive chinch bug outbreak. So I need everybody. And then all stem from a couple things. One, uh, we posted the Chiggers control uh, tip sheet this past Thursday on our KTRH weekly missive, and that kind of in the in the chinch bug control tip sheet, we basically refer everybody back to the uh, the chinch bug control type me- methodology, the protocols that we do for chinch bugs. And the exact same day, in the morning that that tip sheet went out, I was doing a consultation over in the lakes of Eldridge, and it was the first of all the consultations I've been at in the last month that I could see for sure. We were this one yard who 90% was in really great shape, but this one yard, they wanted to know if it was drought damage. And I said, well, let's get down and look for insects first and foremost, because it's hard to tell if it's drought damage only if you see no sign of insects. And I got down there and it was immediate. There were little tiny bugs everywhere, and it was obvious to me it was chinch bugs. So uh, I think with this heat that we've been having, and we haven't had any significant rains in two weeks, uh, be on the lookout for chinch bugs. If you want to talk about that at all, give me a holler right now. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. I'm Randy Lemon, and this is The Garden Line. The Mayflower may have brought the pilgrims, but on Garden Line, Mayflowers are brought on by April showers. Historical advice from one Randy Lemon. So the actress I was thinking about in the movie She's the Man back in, jeez, what year was that? 2006. Amanda Bynes. She was like, um, you know, Nickelodeon or whatever, a hot commodity. And then 
and she was in a couple of movies, did a great job. TV show, did a great job. Mm. And the alcohol and drugs took over. I think she's kind of fixed herself as of late, but you haven't seen her in anything. I remember she did a press conference going, look, I figured it out. My apologies to everyone. I figured it all out. I know. I screwed up. I'm working on it. And I was like, great. Because she's a she was a great actress as a teenager. I got to think she would be a great actress as an adult if she'd just get there together. All right, let's get back to the Garden Line calls. What do you say? We got Jane in Brookshire, um, as in far west Houston. Morning, Jane. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Randy. I wanted to ask you about uh, the rose floor. You may have answered it with this ladybug. Uh, oh, I, I, that's going to be hard to find. That was just kind of a public service announcement to the Ladybug Company, but um, if you're well, looking for rose soil, where exactly do you live? In Brook- I live north of Brookshire, uh, 362, but um, I had bought it before, which you recommended at the um, Barker Cypress Ace Hardware, and I went there the other day. Barker Cypress another- Ace Hardware. Uh-huh. 529 and Barker Cypress. Like I'm, I don't know of one on Barker Cypress and Five Twenty. Well, I don't know of a Greater Houston Ace retailer. Uh, let me public service announcement moment, ladies and gentlemen. Number two, there are some Ace Hardware stores that are not part of the group that we speak for. Just so you know, and so I can't attest to what they carry and don't carry. Um, well, they have your book. Okay, they, Barker uh, Cypress. And I, I had bought it before there because you recommended it so i went back it's been a couple of years ago though so i went i stopped by there the other day to get it and um they didn't have anything and they didn't seem to know what i was talking about so i was just wondering where you might know where it is oh you're talking remember the name oh you're talking about langham creek ace hardware is that what it's called yeah i just occurred to me langham creek ace hardware i swapped Barker Cypress with another street in my head. And I was like, okay. I don't know of one at 529. For me, that one, yeah, Langham Creek Ace Hardware. Um, okay. They sh- they may or may not. I don't know what kind of rose soil they carry or don't carry that, I got to admit. Uh, I know they carry just the Nitrofoss line of products. And if they do have that, then they should have soil mender products. Soil mender. But you're, is, one- is there not a feed store closer to you out there in Brookshire? Um, there's a, um, what's the name of that place? Um, there's a Steinhauser's. Yeah. And there are Steinhauser's? Yeah. I don't know that they hear it, but I travel all around. Okay. Well, I mean, first of all, a nursery or garden center is obviously going to have rose soil much more on the top of their list than... Uh, an Ace Hardware store, and then a feed store is going to have it as well. There's, a, It looks like there's a Tri-County feed out in the Katy area. Okay. And so if they got any outdoor bags of anything that says rose soil on it, you could probably feel good about that. Brook uh, Steinhauser's also, same thing. Look for things like soil mender, um, living earth, bags of rose soil. Okay. And then the other thing you should do, actually, let's do this. Um, The Ground Up. Take a moment and go to the website, thegroundup.com. Thegroundup.com. 
and their any of their soils will work as a rose soil. Seriously, you get their veggie and herb soils great. Their uh, their rose azalea soils great, but you need to go to thegroundup.com. Look at their retailer link. I'm not able to pull that up right now, just so you okay. know. But I think you should be able to uh, find out the closest place that sells uh, ground up products. Okay. 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 Thanks a lot. You're welcome. You have a great trip. Man, did I that I am Mia Culpa? She said Barker Cypress. Do you know what I was thinking the entire? I was thinking Fry Road. Which you know, I was like working my way down from Highway Six, and then I'm I just skipped right over Barker Cypress and went to Fry Road. And I was like, I don't know of any Ace Hardware store at five twenty nine in Fry Road. She's thinking Langham Creek Ace Hardware. Well, we did an appearance this spring, early in February, one of the very first appearances I did done, and we were giving away Lemonhead shirts. And oh my gosh, everybody wanted the Lemonhead shirt. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Back then. Let's go next to the Highlands and say good morning to Bruce. Bruce, good morning. You are on the air. Good morning. What's up? I'm uh, calling about deep root feeding my trees. I've got way too many trees to use your method to go out there and poke so many holes in the ground. So I'm going to build my own power deep root feeder. And I was wondering what the solution or what would be a good product to use in the solution for doing that. If I'm going to auger my own holes with a machine like like I have, you and a really powerful drill and a, like a one-inch auger is all you need to, to be able to drill some holes all around inside and outside of trees more easily than... You have, like, trying to poke holes with a Ross root feeder, obviously. Um, okay, well, I was If you do a way. hole bigger than two inches, all you do is backfill it with something like pea gravel, expanded shale, uh, whatever kind of pebble material you can find. And then you just, you don't, you're not trying to inject anything in those holes. The holes are there for aeration purposes. If you read the tip sheet on deep root feeding, then we scatter the organic food on top and let Mother Nature take it down to the holes. 
Okay. I was thinking about doing it the way the professional guys do it. Well, then that means you're going to have a uh, inject. Then you just put soil activator or liquid, uh, any liquid organic food into the receptacle for the water. Okay. So just like the has to grow or something like that? I wouldn't just, I wouldn't use has to grow. I would use soil activator if I'm going to use a Medina product in there. Okay. All right. But I'd still scatter some like 624 on top. Yeah. After all the deep root feeding, let Mother Nature t- take care of that. Okay. So is there a way to overdose if I get too much or not? Yeah. I mean, if you were to, like, put an excepti- an exceptional amount of food, liquid food, in the, the receptacle before you do the injecting of the water, you can overdose it down there. Okay. I That's why I like soil activator in there because all you're doing is adding things that are going to help the root systems develop. Okay. So if I use soil activator, though, I mean, uh, so would I... I I don't think you can overuse that. Okay. All right. That's what I wanted to do. All right. I like that. Thanks. I like the way you're thinking. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's... uh, We're going to have news, weather, and traffic coming up, so we'll take a quick little break. It's interesting that we were talking about the Ace Hardware stores, and uh, I had this discussion with uh, Joey G yesterday, and they came up because of our production director, uh, Jeremy... Uh, Jeremy Benson and <laughs> Jeremy, I was cutting this backup spot for Nitrofoss four pound jugs, and I said, "Have you seen all the flavors?" And I started listing them: hibiscus food, rose food, plumeria food, bougainvillea food, palm food, Color Express. And I got done with the spot, and he's got his hand as he goes, "I just love the way you call those fertilizers flavors." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I got you," but really, that's the best way to describe it because most of these different plants feed off different types of formulas. So for me, when I talk about flavors, it's the food. It's all the different foods, not just don't, I don't like to use the word fertilizer sometimes. I like to use the word hibiscus food, rose food, plumeria food. They have 10 different labels, 10 different flavors of food that they have for these plants. If you'll get to these Ace Hardware stores, feed stores, the nurseries and garden centers that we talk about, they carry Nitrofoss. They have access to all 10 of the different flavors of Nitrofoss four pound jugs. We'll be back with a uh, garden line calls, Sean and Dickinson in just a moment, 713-212-KTRH. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. This is the Garden Line, News Radio 740 KTRH 713 212. KTRH is the number. We're going to get to Sean and Dickinson, as promised. 713 212 KTRH. How do I explain this? Every once in a while, I just I, I get these people that send me notes about places we don't endorse at all. Never have. Never will. How my dream, thinking landscaping, how my dream turned into a nightmare. Wow. <laughs> Golly. Is that a letter you're about to read? I'm not reading it on the air, no. <laughs> I mean, it's not about anybody we have ever endorsed. I was going to play you some reading music. <laughs> <laughs> what? Out of curiosity, what do you consider reading music? Oh, I was just going to pull up. Oh, reading, just any just, any music you know, bed that yeah, you could find. Sure. No, no, I'm not reading. 
that's just that a horrible way, and I feel so bad for these people. And and you, I, honestly, it hurts me because we've got so many great nurseries and garden centers. We got a lot of mom and pop owned ones. Um, as a matter of fact, much later today, we're gonna talk to the entire family, if you will, the the three head honchos over at Warren Southern Gardens. And uh, oh my goodness, I was initially referred to fill in the blank by a family member. Basically how my dream turned into nightmare. He goes through the whole story about the palms and the trees and the plants that they had picked out and planted. And uh, it's just how in the, but here's what gets me. How in the world can garden shows like yours endorse places like that? And I, all I can write back is I don't never have never will. Don't listen to the program, do you? I'm like, oh, my heart goes out to him. I know, and I know these problems exist, and these places exist, unfortunately, in the big city of Houston. Ah, take a deep breath. Let me get back to some Zen. Ah, you know what? This will make this will put a smile on my face. Ready? Morning. 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 Welcome to the garden. I'm, I'm working on my British accent. I do things like this to work on my British accent when I go to London in the next couple of days. 713-212. Right? Right. 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 <laughs> 713-212-KTRH if you want to get in on an open line. Here's Sean and Dickinson. Sean, good morning. Morning. Thanks for taking the call. Appreciate you listening. What's up? Uh, back in March, planted uh, five hibiscus. Uh, you know, kind of typical juvenile, I guess, maybe 12, 16 inches tall. Uh, they were doing good for a while. I'd say here in the past month, they seem to stunt a little bit, leave, still looking healthy on, I'd say, four out of five of them. Everything just seems stunted. And I've got one that's starting to go yellow on me. So, you know, I don't know if my water... Tell me about, what, when after you bought these, what did you do soil-wise? I, I stuck them straight in. So I'm, I'm kind of in a... And like did you build beds? No, sir. Okay, that's your problem. A hibiscus root system, very delicate, very neat of fluffy, a fluffy rose soil. We were talking about that. One of the first calls out of the barrel today. Just you really got to have a well-made bed. And then that's why when you hibiscus do so well in containers, if we use the right kind of soil, we're not talking potting soil. Outdoor hibiscus need a rose soil. And a rose soil is you have the loam, you have the compost, and you have the sand, the equal thirds of that. So, let's see, in Dickinson, um, actually, there's a place, uh, and it's not open on Sundays, but um, there's a place you can get bags of rose soil. Uh, I would do it, if I lived in Dickinson, my first um, smart move would be to find the closest Ace Hardware store or Ma's Nursery. Moz is in uh, Seabrook. Yeah, so, but, you know, you've got to be able to put them in a proper soil for the root systems. You know, no growth, yellow leaves now, the root systems stun it. It's not doing anything. If you put it into the ground, you put it in a clay bowl. Right. So the roots are going nowhere, and I mean fast. Okay, that makes (laughs) sense. All right. So let's, you can pop hibiscus out and redo them in in a proper soil. You could do that today. I would do it before it got too hot. 
Okay. Okay. Now, what do you suggest on a watering schedule? Say, well, right now during the summer, it's pretty much an everyday occurrence. It can be every other day, but depending on the organic matter in that soil. Uh, But my hibiscus have to be watered, and containers have to be watered every day. Yeah, my uh, ones in the ground are on an every other day basis. But when you're establishing something, first two weeks every day. Okay. Yeah, I've got a soaker hose I made up for. Excellent. You should be able to do uh, a good row, a good rose soil coupled with a soaker hose. You're going to have instant success on a hibiscus. Okay. One more thing, rough. I'd say diameter of a bed. I need to build up with that rose soil. Oh, I, the, the diameter. I don't. You know, I'm just talking about a couple of you know three, four feet swath, and then ten, twelve inches high. Okay. If that's what you're talking about. Right. Okay. Yeah, a raised bed is 10 inches, kind of minimally, 8 inches minimally. Uh, But we try to get 8 to 12 inches of raised bed here. Okay. Excellent. If you need to look something up like that, just, you know, you can Google search Randy Lemon and building the perfect beds, Randy Lemon raised beds, and uh, it's, it's worth a read. I mean, I'm actually, you may have to get some reading music together a little later on this morning. I think I'm going to read that, Building Raised Beds. I want to read kind of a review in and of itself on somebody who was from, I want to say, California and stumbled across garden line information. This was years ago. I wrote this great review about building the perfect beds, and you know, it was kind of an aha moment for someone like that. When you, people move here from other states, they don't understand our need to build beds here. They think... Because, like, the soil, let's use Ohio as an example, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Oregon, Washington State. People will just take plants out of containers and put them in the ground in those kind of soils, and they can succeed. Not in southeast Texas, because it, everything is clay-based here. Clay, caliche, whatever you want to call it, gumbo, clay base everywhere. So we don't just plant landscape bedding plants in the the existing soil and everything's going to be hunky-dory we build beds the one thing that's different trees trees are we need those tree roots to acclimate to the existing soil if they're ever going to succeed fully because if we were to just put fluffy stuff in the hole we would drown a root system of a tree because we're talking about down deep in the ground Follow my logic. That's why we add permanent soil amendments to the existing soil, and that's what the planning technique that we've talked about for years. You have to incorporate a permanent soil amendment to the existing soil so that the root systems have room to move and establish. We're going to take a quick little break. Got Marion Memorial coming up next, 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Some fertilizer schedules give you this. Randy's fertilizer schedule also delivers new life and growth, but without the need to save her college tuition. say that back in uh, the 1970s when I was a teenager and that song came out. So, um, are you a fan of uh, 
Well, it had to have been a fan of the book first. The movie wasn't as good as the book, but uh, The Da Vinci Code. Were you a fan of the the movie? Well, in the movie, he he's thinking back to back when they're standing out front of, I think, Westminster Abbey or one of the churches, yeah. St. Mark, whatever church they're standing in front of, and there's these kind of ghost images of the history going through that church. Right. His, his, his kind so of, when uh, I go to London, those are the things that are going to be going through my mind, is I'm going to have these ghost images of old right, history right. going through uh, some of those things. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to, obviously, Wednesday, we get to go to Wimbledon. How, how cool is that? Especially if you play tennis. Uh, do, 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 do. Right, I think we said Mary would be up next in Memorial. Mary, good morning. Hi, Randy. Two things. I wanted to tell you I did come out looking for you at uh, Birds Unlimited with the uh, Dewey Compton booklet, and I missed you. And then I even strolled Los Tios looking for you. <laughs> but <laughs> another time I will attempt to, you know, get them out to you. Oh, cool. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, I fertilized, I did the pre-emergent, but my beautiful lawn is dying. I took pictures down to Cornelius yesterday, and they sold me eight, E-I-G-H-T, and told me to put that on. And Do they think you have any chinch bugs? Uh, no, it's a very irregular. The whole lawn has thinned. Well, see, you're, this is tough to do. I'm not looking at what you're talking about, and I can't tell you whether that's an insect or disease without the benefit of looking at it. If they recommended eight, then they think you have an insect problem. Okay. Right. So if that is the case, the way you fix that is you need to do three applications over the next, well, if you did it yesterday when you got home, I hope so, then you're going to do three more or two, if not three more applications. So every five to seven days, you need to saturate that lawn with the liquid insecticide because that's the only way to break the egg cycle. Anybody, and, and I've I've been known to pound a lecture down people's throats and heads on this. If you put out one application of insecticide and hope that's going to work here in Southeast Texas, shame on you. You're gonna so, things are never going to get better. So do I use the eight and the infuse? Um, I see. I need to know what it is. I would never put both chemicals down. I want to know what is causing the problem. It's either fungal disease or it's insect. It's not both. Okay. And that's why when we talk about getting a pair of eyes on it, I hope that they would tell you that it's what, but also here's another tough thing. And this is kind of defending Cornelius too. If I were just looking at a picture, I'm not sure I could get a 100% diagnosis of it. I was telling the story yesterday morning. I kindly, lightly referred to it right as we opened the program this morning. I did a consultation over in West Houston yesterday, uh, Lakes of, not yesterday, Thursday, Lakes of Eldridge, and um, the guy thought he had drought damage. But when we got down and looked at it, it was insects. So I showed him the insects. Then a ha-ha moment comes across him. Now he knows he's got to do the liquid application of insecticide three times over the next two weeks weeks and then get control. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply of this problem. So okay, it needs to be seen in person by a pair of professional eyes is what I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, my uh, yard man pulled it up and there's, there were no insects. So what Okay, then use? it's then that's fungal disease. The eight's irrelevant then. And if you want to use Infuse, you're going to have to use that two times over the next 30 days if it's indeed a fungal disease like take-all patch. We here on the Garden Line believe in compost top dressing for take-all patch. So if you've not done the infuse, I might run that back and then go get some bags of compost and have that spread out about a half an inch layer thick in all those areas. Uh, we got to run as you hear by the music. That hour is done. First hour in the bank. Second hour coming up. If your name is Randy in spring, hang tight. You'll be the first one up next hour. Sorry, we just ran out of time getting to this hour. And we'll do hour number two coming straight up. This morning, uh, so the Sahara haze. People in Beaumont, Port Arthur, saying, "What haze?" <laughs> this is uh, this seems pretty normal, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, you can fill in Baytown, <laughs> uh, Beaumont, Port Arthur. There's got to be some places over on the Louisiana side that can have that too because of the chemical industries. Oh, you can count in Vider. Oh, Vider, yes. You can yes. count in Orangefield, Bridge City, all those little southeast I, Texas. I, you had me at Vider. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like doing Vider. I will always have a um, hard spark in my heart. How do I explain this? I have a hate for Vider because of high school years. Um. One act play, UIL competition. We at Lee High School here in Houston, which is now Wisdom High, got beat by Viter. You could, how did the city kids get beat by Viter in a one act play? <laughs> and that stays with so, you the rest oh of your life. Oh my gosh, I'm 56 years old. <laughs> Viter. <laughs> so let's just use Viter now. So the Sahara Haze. 
people invite her going, what haze? <laughs> uh, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Garden Line. I'm Randy Lemon. That's the amazing Joey G on the other side of the Bulletproof Glass. He's the first person you talk to when you call 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. I didn't mention this last hour. Let's do it, Joey. We are 12 people away from eclipsing the 28K mark on Facebook. If you have yet to follow us on Facebook, look, go do that this morning. If you follow us on Facebook, go grab something from the last week and share it with all your Facebook friends and family and tell them, hey, if you want really great gardening information or just something to laugh at, like me yesterday <laughs> when I when I fixed something, <laughs> the little two-year-old kid when I fixed something, um, yeah, we do. We have some fun, humorous sides to us, but we are also full of a lot of great information. Share that with as many people as you can on Facebook. Tell them, encourage them to go like us. 28K, right around the corner, we were, we're onward up. Or our goal was to, by the time summer rolled through, to be at 30K. That's probably not going to happen. But we do it, pun intended, we do it organically here, uh, as opposed to some Facebook pages that have media people that are constantly paying for people to like it. In other words, they're they're buying groups of pitches. I don't know how that works because we just don't do it. <laughs> we just want to grow it organically. And the fact that we have as many followers as a lot of even just radio stations uh, makes us proud. But we really want to eclipse that 30K mark. So we need your help with that. And if you have any ideas of what else you would like to see on Facebook, uh, give me a holler right now. Call us, 713-212-KTRH. Randy, man, it would be great if you covered this on Facebook. We may be able to pop that up there for you in a video, a YouTube video, or something that I can go grab from our archives and pop it onto Facebook. And we do that a lot. So even yesterday we did the, um, for uh, speaking of Orange, <laughs> uh, we had the lady from Orange. Was it Vicky? I can't. I don't have the notes in front of me, but with the lady from Orange yesterday, uh, all interested in the canine pee disease. So we reposted an old archival type spot on that, and we will do that when the subjects come up on the middle of the Garden Line Radio Show. We'll get that posted on Facebook. So fun reason to follow us. If you don't follow anything else, or at least follow us, because we're just going to give you some sound information. We're going to let you know when certain people are having sales. I know that uh, as a perfect example, uh, we were the first ones, obviously, to post about Wild Birds Unlimited and their bird seed sales, kind of like their annual bird seed sale they during the summer. But it's not just the bird seeds. It's the, the bird feeders, too. And when it's this hot, please, ladies and gentlemen, find a way to get water and moving water out there for the birds. And when you constantly have the moving water, the continual movement of the water, and you feed them correctly, you're always going to have Really beautiful birds, beautiful wildlife in your backyard. I was uh, I was mesmerized. This has nothing to do with what it's talked about because I'm not trying to feed them. But I'm as mesmerized by a hawk yesterday out near our property, and I'm out. I was doing so much stuff. I was doing uh, algae control in the pond. I was doing weed control on the fence perimeters. Uh, I was trying to find. Uh, armadillo holes again, and it was a very busy day. I sweat so much yesterday. I cramped up at like 8 o'clock last night, <laughs> had to drink some pickle juice. I hadn't cramped up like that, even in playing racquetball or tennis in this kind of heat. But yesterday was a very, very busy day at the Lemon Household, and I uh, got to just be mesmerized. Hawks mesmerize me. I like watching them at work. 
Um, I didn't make sure that the puppy was inside when that was going on. I have no idea. Do, do are hawks still interested in ten pound dogs? I know they love one, two, three pound type animals, but I think a ten pound dog it's way past its invitation. I it's, it's but I got to make sure that dog is inside. It's too valuable emotionally the to the family anymore. <laughs> Snuggles the puggles. Imagine that happening. Snugs, I swear to you, ladies and gentlemen, still, he is a 10-pound pug. He's not quite a year old. He thinks he's a lab. The way he gets in the pool, the way he runs beside the golf cart while I'm working the property, he thinks he's a lab. Go watch or, the uh, video online with the uh, insidious crawdad. Uh, you'll see well, little pug right he, there in the picture. He's, he's looking for an insect yeah. in the gr- in the ground right there. Yeah. Oh, that dog sometimes amazes me. So, all right, let's do this. I've got a Randy in Spring, and what a great name. We'll start the second hour off with a great name. 713-212-KTRH. If you have any ideas how we can like boost our Facebook numbers, I'm all ears. Food and kids, I know that, but you know, this is Garden Line. We try to cover as much Garden Line ground as possible, and we definitely poke some fun at ourselves. Uh, speaking of fun, I did that yesterday. I poked, uh, I'm not poked, I posted a picture of, uh, that had to be a border collie, just Starting out of that car to get into the lake or the pond. Whole, I had a dog like that once. It was a white lab. Her name was Ellie. I've never seen a faster dog in my life when she had to go get a ball or land in a pond. I mean, that's it. I just said, this will put a smile on your face if you're a dog lover. And yeah, we got a lot of views on that yesterday too. But we still need about 12 more to eclipse the 28K mark. And then 2K more after that. Get me to 30,000. I will have a party of some kind for Garden Line Facebook followers. Oh, it'll be a radio show party. <laughs> it'll be a party of some kind. Here's Randy in Spring at 713-212-KTRH. By the way, when you call that number, uh, the amazing Joey G, that's Joey Griffin over there, the pride of Orange, Texas. Um, if you are calling in, you give him a quick hit on what you want to talk about. He doesn't need the details. I do. 713-212-KTRH. Randy, Spring, good morning. Good morning, Randy. Hey, I'm hearing that. Randy. Hi, Randy. Yeah, Randy. I, Randy. I, I enjoy uh, watching those hawks, too. It's fun to watch them, and it's also fun to watch the other birds kind of take cover and disappear. That's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're right. Yeah, they, they just kind of vanish when those hawks are patrolled. That's right, because I had a lot of blue jays uh, just the other day. When it was about Thursday morning, I noticed a lot of blue jays, probably because of the water that we have and the feeding that I do. And you're right. There was no blue jays yesterday. Probably no squirrels. When I got off the air, nobody's around. When them hawks. We around. don't have squirrel problems. I'm not worried about that. But if anybody's a hawk expert, let me know. Do I have to worry about a 10 pound pug still being bait for a hawk? All right. So what can we help you with this morning, Randy? Well, uh, I've got a, a new problem in my yard I've never seen before, and I think it's something called Virginia buttonweed. Okay. Have yeah. you ever seen our tip sheet on that? I have not. Hey. I need to warn everybody this real quick. We have a Virginia buttonweed tip sheet, and people misinterpret it right now, and it scares me. The best time to control it is usually during the cool season time when we can use a cool season herbicide. Work with me on this, Joey. Cool season herbicide. So it pains me to see emails from people lately going, hey, I used the herbicide that you mentioned in your tip sheet, and all of a sudden, my yard is dead. Okay, There's a reason it's called a cool season herbicide. You don't use a cool season herbicide when it's 95 degrees outside. <laughs> I got that off my chest. Um, 
The reason I say that is because the best time to control it is in the wintertime. If you're just now noticing it for the first time, you're not going to like this answer. You pull out what you can when you can, unless you're willing to invest in a semi-expensive herbicide called Manor, M-A-N-O-R. Manor, and Manor is not the easiest thing to find, too. You've got to find a you know, very specific place like a you know, Southwest Fertilizer. Uh, certain feed stores carry it. It's an MSM herbicide. You will never find that at a big box store or a mass merchandiser. And you need to add a surfactant to it, just like all our weed killing. And you can get a little bit of control, well, a whole lot of control, during this time of the year. But the, the methodology is pull up what you can. Two weeks later, look for the new growth. Hit that with, in the summertime, manner. doesn't say that in the tip sheet because the tip sheet's all about the cool season control. And then you keep harvesting it out if and when you see it, maybe a little bit more in July. But we can do a harvest. We can do a control. We can do a harvest. We can do a control. And hopefully we'll get a little bit more control and then hope for the cool season herbicide to come along. And the cool season herbicides work remarkably well on Virginia buttonweed. Okay. So Thank what I'm so saying much. is go read the tip sheet, but <laughs> don't don't use that advice today. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Bye, Randy. Bye-bye. <laughs> it's weird. I always just, I've been doing this for 20 plus years, and it's still weird to say my name on the air like that to somebody else. Just weird. I'm innocent that way. I'm sorry. 713-212. KTRH lines are open. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, Mom, how are... Our talk about the birds and bees is way less awkward. This is Garden Line. Morning, everyone. Welcome back. This is the Garden Line. Let me give you the phone number. You can fill in the open lines right now. What's your question? 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. 713-212-KTRH is 212-5874. We have room for you. Also, we're you know we're we're um, open ear to all advice about Facebook. If you're Facebook savvy enough, we are asking you to. Help us eclipse the 28K mark this morning. It may have happened over the last break. I haven't even checked. I was, I'm more busy looking at, um, let's see. Mm, let's do a fun drop. I'm more busy looking at our drops because I don't get to play with this enough as it is. Um, what the, What's a great example of a fun drop that you guys have not heard a long time? Anderson, that's not it. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Uh, I was able to introduce my kids to that movie, and they actually liked it. I so love that, that movie. was a that was a good dad moment it, yeah. for me. Joey played this one earlier today. This came up a long time ago because there was another show, a home improvement show, on a station that doesn't exist in our building anymore, and someone pointed out that they were telling whatever caller about tree care that Randy Lemon doesn't know what he's talking about with deep root feeding of trees. And I was like, at that point in time, I was like, you will respect my authority. <laughs> okay. So uh, that was, I'm trying to find one fun drop that we have not used in a long time. 
Oh, you know, we talk about uh, certain plants that need a lot of food. They are heavy feeders. Feed me. Feed me. That's from uh, Little Shop Wars. Uh, so where was I going with all this? We really want your help on Facebook. If you have an idea or two, give it to us. But if you are Facebook savvy enough and you know how good the information is and how much fun the information is on Facebook, share one post. Go grab a post, whether it's the canine pee disease, whether it's the dog jumping out of the car and instantly into the lake. Just go share that with your Facebook friends and say, hey, you might want to follow this outfit. They're they're a ton of fun and full of a lot of great useful information if you want to succeed with gardening along the Texas Gulf Coast. Uh, What we said last time, last break, is we just don't pay for those uh, pitches, you know, where they'll go, we guarantee you we're sending this to a thousand different Facebook and we will get you at least 10%, you know. We don't do that. We've never done that and not going to do it anytime soon. It's just not the way it works. And the fact that we've grown it organically without pitching it to any uh, major groups puts a smile on my face. Uh, let's get back to uh, Garden Line Calls. We're going to go to David and Palacios. Morning, David. What's up today? What's up? I hope things are doing good. They are. What can we help you with today? Uh, I have some parsley in pots. I've had it. It's been growing in this pot. I say pot, so I just mean one <laughs> pot. But it looks like a it looks like a shrub. I mean, it is just, I'm had so much parsley. Why are you growing parsley, just out of curiosity? Well, because I got tired of... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I had a bunch of parsley because I needed a quarter of a cup, and, the, and then the rest of it just dried out and died in the hydrator and refrigerator. I said, I'm going to have parsley, so whenever I need or want parsley, I can go out and snip it. Uh-huh. Well, needless to say, I can't eat as much parsley as these plants are making. Then uh, let's take a moment. If you're really worried about it getting out of hand, you can prune it back by more than half. As long as, I don't know how much you've ever listened to this program. We have an old garden line mantra where you have to have leaves to make leaves. If you know what that means is like wherever you're doing the pruning, make sure there's some baby leaves underneath where you're pruning, some new growth where you're pruning. 
And as long as there's some leaves there, it'll produce even more leaves. But if you were to just right. prune things down to sticks, you may not get new growth out of it. No, 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 no. I couldn't do that anyway. I might need some parsley tomorrow. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've got some curious things going on in this pot. Um, all of a sudden, this year, because it's two years old now, um, all of a sudden this year, and that might be because it's overgrown, I don't know, I had a... A, uh, the majority of the stuff, the majority of the foliage turned like all of a sudden it was variegated parsley. It was green and yellow. Well, let me ask you what you're feeding it if it's in a container. Uh, every now and then I'll feed it some miracle Grow. Okay, stop that because miracle Grow is a 15-30-15, a 1-2-1 ratio. You need something with a little more nitrogen in it. So you need to, like, if you get a liquid organic food, maybe a 6 Three six, you see the difference? That will help keep things green. You what you're seeing is a chlorosis probably because of the one to one ratio. And if you're seeing an inordinate amount of like little tiny blooming action, it's because of the the miracle grow. Um, maybe throw a, dissolve like a quarter of a cup of Epsom salt right now today and saturate the soil with that, and then find yourself a liquid organic fertilizer that is the first number is the highest in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question. Okay, let me do this for you. I have got to stay on the clock, all right, for vacation purposes coming up. We've got to stay on the clock. Let me stay as close as I can to being on the clock. I'm going to put you on hold. We'll follow up with the second parsley question in just a moment. This is The Garden Line on News Radio 740, KTRH News, Weather and Traffic coming straight up. I mentioned the, um, okay, two things. One, our Palashes dude dropped. So I don't know what his follow-up question is. I'm pretty sure you don't either. If he does call back in, we'll get him on ASAP. We're going to get to uh, Nikki, Nikkei in spring in just a second, followed by Joe in Kingwood. But I mentioned the Hawks earlier today because I was fascinated by one out of my property yesterday. Gave me a good reason to stop working for a few minutes. <laughs> I'm holding up my hand in all honesty. Like, uh, oh, cool. Look at the hawk. Come on. Come here. I want to see you. I, I had my phone. I couldn't get a picture. I, I say this, and some a listener, no name attached to the email, so I can't give you know credit. I'm not giving your email address out. So, um, But I'll say it. Crimen, C-R-I-E-M-A-N, something like that. Crimen. Um, sends me a great picture of a hawk he shot right outside his office window. I am going to get that posted on Facebook probably in about five to ten minutes from now. When we get to the next uh, commercial stop set here, I'm, I've got it all set up. I just need to go capture the picture. Because, hey, crime, and you sent it to me, and they were sideways. So I had to rotate them and, and then save them and then rotate them and get them. But when you sent them, they came out sideways. But great close-up of Hawk. And you all see what I mean by these are just beautiful birds of prey. And that's what fascinates me. And when I first moved to the property that we have out in Tombaugh, I saw him all the time. I'm not seeing him as much this summer as I did the very first summer I ever moved in there. And I think one of the reasons I saw a lot of them 
the first summer I ever moved in there is because there was a lot of field mice. There were a lot of um, voles, V-O-L-E-S, uh, out in that field. And they were dive-bombing that field a lot to get uh, food. So since we've had cats and dogs and puppies and everything, I make sure that the cats and the, the kittens and the puppies are always walking with somebody out on the property until they're a certain a weight. And I asked the question. I still don't have the answer from anybody who might consider themselves a hawk expert. But, you know, wh- what's the weight of an animal that finally the hawks are like, there's no way I'm going after that? I'd be kind of curious if anybody knows that answer. At 713-212-KTRH. I hope I say this right. Nikkei? Or N- yes. Nikkei. Good morning. Good morning. Good What's morning. Up? I, I love your program. I, heard, I listen to it every day, every morning. Anyway, my question is, I have a two years old a peach tree. They are beautiful. It's growing good, but never bear a fruit. What I did wrong. Well, do you know what variety it is? The what? Do you know what kind of variety it is? No, I don't really know. Okay. You need to know the variety because then it may mean you need a, um, a a separate, a different flavor so that they'll pollinate or cross-pollinate each other. There are some that are not self-fruitful, so they need uh, two different varieties to pollinate each other. That's why it's almost critical to know what variety you're dealing with. And if that's the case and you've had that a couple of years or a couple of seasons, you haven't had anything, that just automatically tells me. Might as well go out and find another peach tree whenever you can. And then next spring, hopefully they'll come up together and pollinate each other. And that's going to be the answer to your question. The only other part of that is, are you feeding it consistently? Yes, yes. Okay, I found it right now. It's the name is a Red Baron Peach. Oh. But I only have one uh, tree. Now, there's the other problem. So if I'm not mistaken... Let me get out of this real quick. I'm going to go look up the chill hours for Red Baron. I strongly have a, I say strongly, I have this faint memory that Red Baron is not the right variety for this area, especially in what we consider the heart of Houston. All right, so Red Baron, oh, I can't even spell. Peach chill hours. Let's get to that. And if it's over 500, we very seldom ever get to that. Uh, Oh, no, good. Red Baron is not a high chill hour requirement. Okay, so uh, now let's figure out whether Red Baron is self-fruitful. Yes, it's supposed to be. So if it's self-fruitful and we get the right chill hours, it's about 300. So the Red Baron is a, a 300 chill hour. We can usually attain that. I don't remember what the chill hours we got last year are because the twin freezes. Oh, by the way, did y'all know this? I had to learn this after about... Well, five years on the job of Garden Line. But when you get below freezing, it starts chipping away at the chill hours you accumulated. So this was not the best year for peaches. I know that. So I know we were limited on chill hours. It may have been more of a 152-hour chill hour. Um, so I think that if you will be consistent with the food, let me ask you this. What are you feeding it? I'm feeding it with medical growth. All right, stop like right there. Once a week. Stop right there. Okay. Yeah. You need a fruit tree food. Okay. I would prefer you go organic f- fruit tree food. So um, we actually last weekend had a gentleman on named Mike Sorrent. We were talking to him in detail about th- he he can take credit for it for sure, but we're the ones that brag about it all the time. Anybody that grows fruit trees successfully around here, everybody brags, everybody endorses the use of MicroLife, 
So if I were you, Nikkei, I would go online to microlifefertilizer.com, check out the website, look at the map. There's plenty of places. You're in spring, probably easy to get to Cornelius Nursery, easy to get to RCW Nursery, all the places that carry the MicroLife Fertilizer on that website, microlifefertilizer.com. Let's start making that change today to an organic 624. Uh, let's sneak in one more call. I think we can do it. Joe in Kingwood, up next. Joe, good morning. You're on News Radio 740 KTRH. Good morning, Randy. Uh, I've had an issue with nut grass in my yard, and I sprayed it with sedgehammer. And it, uh, okay, let me ask you. I'm going to ask you a really quick question. Did you add a surfactant when you used the sedgehammer, or did you read the label and they said, don't use a surfactant, and you followed the label instructions? No, I added turbo to it. Okay, good. And it, uh, it took a while, but it did start. Yeah, it uh, takes two to, weeks. Yeah, to, to yellow. Uh, and then after that, my, my question is a couple of them. How often do you need to retreat to get the nut grass? Because it seems to just keep coming back. Um, you can do it as long as you don't see a degradation, a yellowing of the grass nearby. You could probably do it on a 30-day basis. Okay. Even in this, this kind of heat here. That's my point. When was the last time you did it? Uh, it's been uh, about three weeks ago. And you didn't see uh, an inordinate amount of yellowing on the grass? Uh, no. No, I don't think you have a problem then. And then uh, to prevent recurrence, uh, just use barricade? No. Sedgehammer. Okay. Believe it or not, Sedgehammer has a bit of a pre-emergent herbicide capability to it. Great. There is no, the, the pre-emergent herbicides that we recommend, that we use consistently, there's two weeds that they don't control at all. And it's the two weeds, consider what you just brought up and what a previous caller brought up today. Virginia buttonweed and sedges, nut grasses. Okay. That they just don't work against those types of weeds. So you just have to wait for them to You just you have up. to do the contact control, the post-emergent herbicide when you see it. And if you do it enough and you don't burn out the grass, you are getting a little bit of pre-emergent herbicide capability in there. Okay. With sedgehammer. Got right. One, uh, one more quick. You're question. on the right track. Uh, as far as when you use the sprayers, uh, the little garden pump-up sprayers, if, if uh, I've rinsed them out a couple of times. Is there anything that you use to get, uh, like, Roundup and stuff off of the rubber that goes around the pump itself so that it doesn't uh, disintegrate? No, because, <laughs> <laughs> y'all are, I mean, this is just my world. I have a pump-up sprayer for my Roundup. I have a pump-up sprayer for uh, everything else. I have three pump-up sprayers. I have a herbicide, I have an insecticide, and I have a, does it? A herbicide, an insecticide. I actually have two different types of herbicide pump-up sprayers, and I just you know big marks a lot on the outside. Yeah, this is my homemade stuff that we talked about yesterday. <laughs> this is my typical diquat. So whenever I need to like empty that out, I just triple rinse. The old theory is triple rinse. You get everything out of there, and then you can make the change to the next herbicide. Yeah. Okay. And it would not help. it would not hurt to throw in a little bit of soap. All right. During the triple rinse. Yeah, I just uh, when, I, when I use Roundup, it seems to disintegrate the uh, the I've rubber. I've never had that problem. Okay, never right. had that problem, and I leave stuff in those dang pump-up sprayers forever. Yeah, something else is going on. Maybe cheap rubber of the piece of equipment you bought.
Dang damn China made stuff for dang dang China that something kind of Thailand or something like that. No, I it's just gotta be the quality of the rubber or lack thereof. And that I've never had that problem with any of I, I've, I buy those two gallon ace hardware ones all the time. I replace them when I think they're <laughs> they're tainted on the inside. That's about it. Never the rubber. Quick little break. We'll be right back. 713-212-KTRH. Trade that busy schedule for Randy's schedule. Then you have more time for your drinking schedule. <laughs> I love Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Joey G, go uh, double check the Facebook. Make sure I got that hawk picture posted. I thought I did, then I went and looked, and I didn't see it. So I had to do a take two on the hawk picture. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm glad I did the take two. And uh, I'll ask that question again. If you're a hawk expert in any way, shape, or form, give me a call. I got a question for you. Let's uh, go to the board of calls. Here is Bruce in Memorial, our second memorial call for the day. Morning, Bruce. Good morning, Randy. What's up? Uh, my wife has got some bulbs in the garden she wants to fertilize. She used to use something called Holland Bulb Booster, which was a 996. Uh, does she really need it? And she can't find it anymore. Is there a recommended food? or Any uh, of the slow-release blooming plant foods that like have a heavy blood and bone meal combination on them, a uh, perfect example is like Nelson Plant Food Color Star, is a perfect bulb food for this area. Okay, great. Pretty simple. Yeah, Nelson plant food. The, specifically, the formula called Color Star. Color Star. There's cool. a, if you want to go organic, there's a, what is the, the bulb one called? Uh, check out, check out Espoma, E-S-P-O-M-A online, Espoma okay. plant foods. It may be just called something as simple as bulb tone. Two words, bulb tone. Everything they have is like, you know, something tone, this tone, that tone. So maybe bulb tone, but that's a great organic bulb food. All right. Thank you so much, Randy. You're welcome. Here is Lawrence in Atascacita. Good morning. Morning. How you doing, Real Randy? quick. Go, go. We got one minute. Go. Uh, so I normally use Super Turf. I'm switching over to Sweet Green. I want to know if I can apply that at the same rate because I normally use a whole bag Absolutely. of power yard. Absolutely. Right, it is it. pretty much the same thing, and you can overuse it more than you would a synthetic fertilizer. If you you know, you know up the dosage just a little bit, you're okay. Do I need to sweep it off of the sidewalk when I'm done? You do. Um, not like the iron that's in like the Super Turf is not going to leave spots, but it will uh, degrade. Think about a piece of dried molasses or coffee. And it's, it's going to dissolve into a brown spot, but enough rain will pound it away, as opposed to a iron spot in other fertilizers. I just get rid of it just because I don't want to see those spots for a week or so. And definitely clean out your fertilizer spreader thoroughly. When you get that, oh, that stuff will clog up if left in there with humidity.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The number. I will teach you. Now get up. Get on your feet. <laughs> well, you're in rare form today, Joey. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And here's an hour or two of Garden Line I've been looking forward to in a while. Been wanting to do this for quite a uh, bit of time because... Uh, we have some great nurseries and garden centers, especially the mom-and-pop, family-owned and operated ones. Uh, you know how I say it. We love and adore because we know they're going to take care of the Garden Line listeners in a great way. So I invited our friends with Warren Southern Gardens. Everybody, you can turn your mics on now, and I'm going to introduce them one at a time. Ladies first, all right? Bernice Warren. Your light's not coming on, but I guarantee you it's on. Okay. Say good morning. Hi, good morning. Bernice Warren. Her husband, Dean Warren. So now you know the names. Good morning, Dean. Good morning. Glad to be here. And then their general manager, their head bottle washer, the man they brought in to run the whole place, Big Mike, as we call him, Michael Wagner. Uh, hello, Mike, we were talking off the air. How many years have I known you? Probably uh, 20? It's been a long time, 20, 20 25 years. years yeah. So uh, Mike's got a lot of experience, and I know that's why they hired him. Thank you for giving up a little bit of your vacation time <laughs> to come in and sit in on the garden line. I really appreciate that. But I wanted to do this from a... I think people need to understand what you guys are all about, why you started it, the things you specialize in, because I, to this day, and y'all can fill in the hole on this, every once in a while I'll answer a question via email or on the phone line, and I'll go, well, uh, you're in Tascacita, you ever been to Warren Southern Gardens? And they'll go, what? Where? And I'm always a, a little fascinated by the fact that people don't know that Warren Southern Gardens exists up there. So... Let's start with, and Bernice, I know you are feeling uncomfortable on radio. You're going to have fun. We had a great lunch not too long ago. Yes, we did. uh, Dean and Robert, and you were totally delightful at the lunch. So this is a lunch. Well, thank you. You have nothing to eat, but this is our lunch. Have some fun with it. Give me a little history. When did you start Warren Southern Gardens, and uh, why did y'all start Warren Southern Gardens? We started Warren Southern Gardens in um, 2009. Um, we, we, before that we were mulch manufacturers and we bought an existing green business that had been in that location on North Park for over 20 something years. Um, taking it from mulch and trees, we turned it into a garden center, um, to offer the, to get out of, um, 
uh, landscapers and, and more commercial side and put it to the residential side of, of plants and shrubs and fertilizers and such. And that started us into um, hiring the people we needed to to become the garden center we wanted to be. All right. So it's not just a garden center anymore, and it's not just a mulch yard anymore, and it's not just trees anymore. I mean, you do full landscaping services. Dean, y'all get into building pools, too. What are you guys thinking? We're always looking for the next thing to be great at or strive to be great at. I love and that answer. Pools was just that vertical integration. It just, it just everything we do just organically happens. All of our growth has been organically from demand from our community. Uh, my background is uh, in construction, and I'm always looking for an opportunity to build something awesome. And um, pools was just that next natural step for us. Yeah, so, but the landscapes. Pools, you still do trees, correct? Still Tree planting. Trees. You still are mulch and soil provider. Yes, in, we are. in bulk, and not just in bag at a nursery garden center. In bulk, uh, what else am I missing? What What else do you guys do besides those areas that I may have missed? And and being a retail garden center. I, I guess the only thing really uh, at our mulch manufacturing facility, our rock yard, we also offer uh, concrete by the yard. Come to our yard by yard, up to a yard and three quarters of concrete and leave with our mixer trailer and go pour you a concrete slab. Uh, it's perfect for the small sidewalk or patio, 10 by 10, 10 by 12. Um, and I think that's it. Okay. So in 2009, this whole thing got the ball rolling. Uh, back to my original point, and tell me whether this may be the reason, Bernice, when we talk about a place in Kingwood, um, post people think of the, the main drag, Kingwood Drive. Y'all are on North Park. Has that ever been one of those things? Well, I didn't know where this was because it's on North Park. Yes, I think that's um, part of the the dilemma of people knowing where we are. Um, we're all creatures of habit and travel the same ways every day. Kingwood has uh, two ingress, egress, and that's Kingwood Drive and North Park Drive mainly to get to 59. And so get, reaching the people on Kingwood Drive to come to North Park, which is just now developing like Kingwood Drive has been developed for many years, there's things to do on North Park now. So we're seeing uh, a little bit more traffic up and down North Park, but it, that's been our problem of reaching people to, um, to know that we're there. Uh, in Kingwood. And then in the last few years, you're the impetus to try to get the right staff in. Obviously, I have a history with the gentleman immediately to your left, Big Mike, as we call him in the industry, but Michael Wagner has been around this a lot. What a huge hire for you guys, and I don't mean that physically. <laughs> I mean huge hire is a smart move to make in making sure that you are hiring the right staff for people coming in with questions, right? Right. I think the timing was perfect when Michael came on board about three years ago. Um, we had just built our uh, greenhouse for, not for production, but for as part of um, one of the structures at, at the garden center. Michael, since he's been there, has brought us several new lines of um, materials as far as the bag materials and even the fertilizers, the um, and the uh, organics and the synthetics. Talk on the mic. But, I know you're looking at him, but you got to stay yeah, on your mic. Okay. Um, so just his years of knowledge, and I often refer to him as a dinosaur in the, in the industry. There's only a couple like him, um, and we're glad to have the best one there is. So. Do you like that reference, Mike? 
the dinosaur? Sure, that's okay. I've, <laughs> I've, I've been around a while. I'm a little bit prehistoric. Uh, so you, <laughs> when you come in there, definitely you change their perspective on what products to have and and what fertilizers, fungicides, insecticides, and soils and bags of material to have. It kind of changed their perspective. Right, exactly. So, and I appreciate that. <laughs> so, from my, I like sending people to nurseries and garden centers where I know they have a staff that knows how to answer these kind of questions. So, you always have my deep respect for that. Thank you. Can I read just a couple of fun things for you guys? Put a smile on your face before sure. we go to our first sure. break. I love looking up when people have great experiences at the, the places that we endorse. Anything like on a Yelp. What an incredible experience. That got to put a smile on your face. Spent about an hour Warren's this Sunday. I was blown away with so many things. The staff, so knowledgeable, so friendly. There's another one. I love coming there. Dean and Bernice Warren, such friendly people. Uh, guys, thank you for doing that for the Garden Line listeners. I will take that uh, and run with it anytime when they send emails and reviews of places like that. Love sending it too. Before we go to the break, the first break, though, i got to get your overall perspective. Um, I think it's adorable, right? Did you guys have any fun shooting the videos <laughs> that you guys have posted on your website? Or was, was that a it, struggle? It, it was a struggle at first, but we turned it in. It was a fun time. It, it was fun. And let me tell you, Bernice, tell everybody the message in the very first video you bought because of uh, returnable plants or, you know, the 100% guarantee because not very many garden centers do this anymore. All right. So this was, um, this was a, if a plant dies before its time, bring it back and we'll replace it. No questions asked. Give you a new one. Well, we're going to ask some oh, questions. Maybe she bought it there. Maybe what you did wrong. <laughs> maybe why, you know, what led to the demise of the plant. But... Um, but education goes along with the replacement to make sure you don't fail again. We mm-hmm. want our customers to be successful in gardening. So I'm uh, very proud of our affiliation with GardenLine. Thank you guys for that. So when we come back, we're going to get into a little more of things that you do. And then if you don't mind, I'd love to open it up to some questions. If you live in the Kingwood, Atascacita, Westlake, Houston area, Porter, if you live up in that region at all, you got a question for these this staff from Warren Southern Gardens. Bring it on. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Garden Line, where it's perfectly okay to get caught in beds with your neighbor's husband or your neighbor's wife. You know, garden beds, community gardening, it's a wonderful thing. Back to our guest, Bernice Dean Warren. Turn your microphones back on, and everybody, those two, say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. And Michael Wagner, he's the general manager, head bottle washer out there. Uh, This got brought up, I think it's worth mentioning, from, say, three years ago. So when when you first took over this place and tried to turn it into Warren Southern Gardens, and you did, in 2009, it was three years ago. This place, from a beautification standpoint, has totally changed. Tell me that story real quick. Oh, yes, it has. Um... With um, just Michael's knowledge and um, expertise in in running uh, large uh, nurseries, garden centers, um, he has um, his history is in Cornelius, and their standard of quality is is up there with ours. As Michael brings that to us. We weren't always beautiful all year long, and since Michael's come, um, our, our plants are placed neatly. Um, last year we installed walkways, which... Oh, the stonework you got, the paver work you guys did out there. 
that also introduces people to that side of your company. That's right. Brilliant. That's right. Um, it's uh, the garden center has is truly the palette for our landscape division. Um, customers come and see plants that they have that get mentioned in a in an interview and in I mean in an appointment with their salespeople and um, they can see it, touch it, feel it, and get to know a plant that's going to be placed in their yard. It gives them you know the the opportunity to um, to to know a plant. Most people don't know plants, um, but. But just the garden center itself, um, just the way we've, and we're still tweaking things as always. We're always changing and growing and within our, our boundaries, but uh, making it better for our customers um, to come in and shop. Yeah, beautiful changes. Uh, was that something that you ever thought you would see yourself do, Dean, from a construction standpoint? Here's a garden center. Let's make the floors as beautiful as possible. Yeah, you, you know, early on watching customers Customers will dictate what you need to do. You can you can set plants in rows and create paths. Customers are going to go and walk. They'll show you where you need walkways. And um, and us having the opportunity to put pavers down, it, um, it kind of highlights what we do. It lets our, our landscape customers come in and see almost every different style of Belgard paver that's available. Um it's been said we have one of the largest Belgard paver um, displays in the southeast. Uh, we have a around forty five hundred or five thousand square foot of paver walkways, so it's a nice addition and uh, lets our customers walk. Even we can get a half inch of rain and they can still walk around and not get their high heels muddy. Hey, you know, I mentioned that y'all are on North Park. Bad radio man, All right? I'm giving myself a smack on the hand. We haven't even given the address yet. Sixteen seventy five. North Park, 1675 North Park. You can also see them online at warrenssoutherngardens.com. That's warrenssoutherngardens.com. Uh, after you've done all this beautification and everything like that, uh, I'll get Michael to talk about this real quickly. Y'all rebuilt, like, the house for products, expanded it massively, which what I do for a living and get doling out the advice and telling people what to go and where to go get it, I love what you changed out there. Huge improvement in that realm, and it's so easily accessible in there. Great job with that. And I'm going to give you a little bit of credit because I know you helped arrange all that. So don't just nod your head. It's radio, Michael. <laughs> I, I understand. It's, uh, all the praise is just kind of a hard act to follow. I was given the opportunity and the means by Dean and Bernice to do this. So they get the credit. And uh, it was just relatively easy for me to accomplish because that's what I've done my entire career. And I've been fortunate to have a lot of good mentors and uh, your, yourself with suggestions and ideas about garden centers and how they operate. Oh, please. I've never done that. Well, yes, you I have. may it, recommend a product that you might need to carry. That's about the extent of my expertise. Well, but, uh, it, it's there. It's, it's tangible. So I appreciate that. that. But that's it was so cool. And and uh, you can like take your cart through there because a lot of mom and pop garden centers over the years have, uh, you know, always had just a small building to store the products when you need to go get a fungicide or insecticide and everything. And to take this to the next level is, I think, huge for the community out there. You know, you can have several people in there uh, walking and shopping and searching like that. I think that's what I big thumbs up for me, all three of y'all, just in case you didn't know it. When I first went out there and saw what you did, didn't you see me? I was like a 
kid in a candy store. Ah, this is awesome. Yeah. So thank you on behalf of the Garden Line listeners for making that big change out there. 1675 North Park if you want to go see it today. Now, you could go out there right now. They're, I don't think they're open until 10, right? 10. On a Sunday? Uh, this is our last Sunday. We resume regular summer hours uh, okay. next week. Which will be so you can go on out there mm-hmm. to uh, our friends at Warren Southern Gardens at 1675 North Park. Here's the other thing. Who's responsible for this? Do y'all just bring them in and train them, or is it just during the interview process that you have staff there are so friendly? They are willing to talk to anybody, jump in and help, it seems like, at any time. Was that something that has to be taught, or is it something that you hire? I think for us, we've always attracted great people, and I don't know why. I think we've just been really blessed. I'm not saying we haven't had some that didn't fit in oh. there, and they, <laughs> Statistically, they, they of course. take care of themselves. But we've been so blessed to have knowledgeable people, friendly people, and um, and Bernice and I are outgoing and friendly, and, and I think we just attract them. I like that. Then That makes sense to me because – even from day one, that every day I've ever stepped in there when I've come to see whether you need new books, whether we're doing an appearance, whether just checking in with you guys and looking at the, the redos, like when I went out and looked at the redo of all the pavers, the restructure of the garden center and the rebuilding of the, the facility for all the products, every time I walk out there, everybody's walking out, hey, Mr. Lemon, hey, Randy, hey, you know, and they're there with every, and I watch it. That's kind of my job. I watch them. They're there with the customers every step along the way. So you guys have done a remarkably cool job with that. Thank Thank you. you. The high fives all around the table. (laughs) High fives. Uh, We're going to kick back and do a little bit of news, weather, and traffic, because that's what we do here at News Radio 740 KTRH. If you guys don't mind hanging, I'm going to open up the board to calls, if you don't mind, because I know that you guys can answer a lot of these questions. And you heard all the categories we can get Dean and Bernice to talk about, as well as Michael Wagner, their head honcho over there, their general manager. It doesn't matter what the gardening question is, whether it's product-related or whether it's plant-related, tree-planting-related. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply landscaping related paver related they can do all of that at warren's southern gardens they're at 1675 north park and if you have a if you live up in that area kingwood atascacita porter 
Westlake Houston area, and you want to ask these guys a question because you know they're your go-to garden center now, bring on the question. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Again, I'm going to read this real quick. Warren Southern Gardens Review. What an incredible experience. We spent about an hour at Warren's this Sunday, and I was blown away with so many things. The staff was so knowledgeable and friendly and very helpful. That's got to make you feel good when you have a garden center like that, and that's what people write about you. This is The Garden Line. We'll be back with our guest from Warren Southern Gardens in just a moment. Welcome back. Uh, having a good time with our friends uh, Dean and Bernice Warren. Michael Wagner, their general manager, Warren Southern Gardens, 1675 North Park. I See, I thought I was right on this. I wanted everybody to have a little bit of history that they started in 2009 and how they went from being basically a mulch manufacturer and a tree planting business to what they do, full-service garden center now, and how they've helped the Garden Line audience immensely, uh, especially in the last four or five years. Um, and I don't mean that because that's when they started hooking up with Garden Line, but just uh, the changes they've made out there at Warren Southern Gardens and all in the, the right and positive direction. Uh, and introduce yourselves again to everybody so that they know whose voice is affiliated with what body. De- Dean, say good morning to everybody. First of all, make sure your microphone's on. Good I have mor- to teach these guys Radio 101 every time. <laughs> say good, good morning. Good morning. Right, that's Dean. Hi, good morning. That's Bernice. Hi, good morning. And that's Michael. So, and speaking of, here is Kim in Crosby. She says she's a customer there and just wants to say hi. Morning, Kim. Good morning. I want to tell Ding and Bernita, I'll say hi. Do you remember who I am? You should recognize my voice. Oh, I know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) I shop there a lot. You're not seeing me around, but I do shop a lot. Lot, lot, My plan here at home is bought it from you and every one of them lives. I hey, wanted to tell you that. I know you, Kim. You came out and saw me when I did the appearance. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I know you. <laughs> but anyway, I have a Burke of Paradise. And my husband had it for like 30 years. And I have such a struggle. I don't know what to do with it. It didn't bloom. It didn't look good. Just wonder what I need to use to fertilize, to boo that things up. Michael, right up your alley here, buddy. Well, it's it's hard to tell. Has it looked bad for several years, or is this just from this year? It's last year looked really good, and this year is so struggle. Yeah, I don't know why. I would attribute most of that probably to the the rainfall and the temperature that we've oh. had this past year. Okay. It may have suffered a little bit of stress, a little bit of damage. We're finding that in a lot of plants now that uh, two months ago appeared to be looking okay, and now they're beginning to decline. Right. And, uh, we think it's from the water content that the soil had for so long and the extreme cold temperatures this year. Let's look at the positive side. This is how I like to look at it, Michael. The fact that it's not dead after the twin freezes of January, that's a positive sign. Right. Now let's just start growing it back. Right, right. So a, a good uh, tropical-type plant food, uh, Color Star is one of my favorites Okay. Uh, to use on tropical plants. Is it in the ground or in a container? No, in a container. Yeah, well, that's fine. Uh, I would I would start with the Nutristar. Any leaves that are damaged or brown or spotted, I'd remove those. Okay. 
I'll, I'll go by there and pick it up some this week. But I just want Bonnie and Ding know that I was there at uh, Hoffman Fair. I heard your name a lot. I bought three things there also. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah, you. And Thank I, you. Because I don't UK and T anymore. I just UKH. It's my husband, Anishu, and I. Right. So, but anyway, I like I want to tell y'all, y'all do a great job. I enjoy, I love plant garden. I love them. I can just go shop every day. Okay, you know what? Uh, if I lived up in the Kingwood area, I could see. It's, when I lived in the Heights for two years, I was three blocks from Buchanan's. Mm-hmm. I walked there about every other day. <laughs> it's just because I'm the plant person. So, if I lived anywhere in Kingwood, I would be going to Warren Southern Gardens a lot. Obviously, I live out in Tomball now. I go to. Arborgate a lot because if you can make a hookup just like Kim is like part of the family so to speak and when you find that kind of mom and pop garden center you're going to go there a lot I love that she said something about a fair what was that so we're we're in the uh, Huffman ISD and it was the ag show we have she's been a great supporter of our Huffman FFA for many many years Um, and she's also the supplier for Gene for Dean for his blue jeans because she has a Westerwear store, and I'm a big guy. Really, she has a Westerwear yeah. store. She does. I love that. Yes, cool. And, and she does love um, um, the her favorite crepe myrtle is the um, is that purple one that we have on the lot. Which one is that? Um, I think that's Twilight. Um, the dark purple that's um, in the parking lot. Crepe myrtle. It's. Um, um, oh, I don't know. I just I don't drew work a blank. <laughs> but um, <laughs> all the eyes quit to me. I'm yeah. like, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but Not she does. Um, that. She does love coming, and we love seeing her. And she's been a great customer of ours, also. Mm, that's Bernice Warren with husband Dean Warren. Uh, they're the ones that started Warren Southern Gardens. Uh, their general manager, head bottle washer, is um, Michael Wagner. Uh, we've known Big Mike here on the garden line for, like I said, probably twenty plus years. Uh, it's I've known him in different capacities too, and every. Uh, capacity I've ever known Mike and he's always been a huge help to Garden Line so I thank him for that and I are you guys up for some more questions so that was pretty easy sure, sure. Yeah, do we have to answer questions yeah you do <laughs> I'm going to be curious even though this isn't in the Kingwood area it's Deer Park this is Janice she's got a cucumber question morning Jana you're on with the Warrens and Michael Wagner yes good morning I'm out in Deer Park and I have a front yard garden it's very small about five by five I've got some cucumbers out there that I planted from seed. They're burpee seeds. They grew up into uh, beautiful plants. I watered them. I fertilized them with seed. I think it's called CT. Um, they've got beautiful blooms, but I have not had any uh, cucumbers yet. What is wrong? Is it the pollination? Um I don't know. I, I've put compost out there. I have a compost barrel that I empty out in that garden area at least once a year. Between Mike and I, I know we know the answer to this. I, I think most of it has to do with pollination. And, uh, pollination? Yes, ma'am. Yes. You're probably oh. just producing more male flowers than female flowers. And uh, I don't know how to correct that. We could go into self-pollinizing if you'd like to, to give that a whirl. It's uh, it's relatively easy to do. Uh, so you're looking. I, I read online that there are the single blooms and then the blooms that come in threes. Is that correct? Uh, and one is male and one is female. 
I'm not familiar with them coming in threes. They're usually as individual blooms. There could be three at a time in a section. Let me uh, ask you real quick, if and I can help solve the, resolve this problem for you visually if you want me to. Are you Facebook savvy? Facebook, yes. Okay. Are you hooked up with us? Do you follow Garden Line on Facebook? No. Okay. Go do that this morning. Go into Facebook. Okay. Go to Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Follow us. Right. And in honor of Jana and Deer Park, at the top of the hour, we're going to post a little, it's less than two-minute video, or actually less than three-minute video, all right? And it's going to show you the difference between male and female blossoms. And it's okay. going to show you how to go find the male blossoms, cut it open, use the pollen inside of that, and rubbing it on every female flower you have. You make that change, like Michael said at the beginning, it's all a pollination issue. Okay, and, and I, I will be happy to do that, and thank you so much. All right. The larger question is, why are we getting, uh, why are we being so hard on the bees? What, it, um, what good question. I mean, uh, I get into this question. detail every once in a while. We had some guests on just uh, two weeks ago. We were talking about how we can help the bee population. And nurseries and garden centers like Warren's, Arborgate, Buchanan's, Ma's Nursery, they do bee classes from time to time. If you ever get a chance to sit in on a bee class, how you can promote pollinator plants in your garden so that when you do grow things like cucurbits that absolutely have to have the bees for pollination purposes, then you're going to learn what plants to have around your landscape. We're not as bad as some media makes it look and sound like. It really is not as bad, but... They take it to the extreme when they present that side of the story. We can help provide the pollinator plants, provide, like for me, sweet almond verbena. I have it all over my property on purpose because I want the bees to be there. And you, there's so many plants you can do like that. And I had a great myrtle that was covered in bees just the other day. So just make sure you provide those kind of plant sources. And um, don't believe everything you hear in especially national media reports. This is a Garden Line Real Quick Break. We'll be back with Dean and Bernice Warren, Michael Wagner from Warren's Southern Gardens at 1675 North Park. Randy Lemon, never burying the truth and always digging up more garden secrets. Ha <laughs> ha How clever. So clever. Digging. I've got the uh, owners, the head honchos, chief bottle watchers of Warren Southern Gardens in for the ride this morning. I just, I wanted a chance, and we may kind of go over the history of it at the top of next hour because I'm chaining you to your chairs. This is too much fun. I know we talked about doing an hour. I'm going to make you do two hours. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are going to get to work late today, okay? So you're going to stick around for a little while. But we've uh, had some people in your area call in and just, I did not say call in and, you know, Tell everybody your love for Warren Southern Gardens, but people are doing that anyway. As an example, here is Fred in Kingwood. Morning, Fred. Hey, good morning, and uh, my compliments to all three of your guests. I know. They're the best, aren't thank they? You. Well, thank you, they, Fred. They are, and I think Michael might remember me from uh, days gone by at another nursery, but, uh, boy, I was sure proud and happy to see him uh, join the Warren team. I, I've got to say that uh, since they acquired this property, there has been nothing short of a transformation that has happened at that nursery. It is so much more than that. Most recently, I found out that they did uh, aerating and top dressing. So I had that done in March, and 
the guy that came out, I think his name was Lyle. Um, he just did a fabulous job. So everything that I've, and I've shopped, I've shopped at Warren's even before they, they bought the property. But like I say, this, this location has transformed into something that used to be, in my estimation, a hole in the wall to now it's a huge showroom. Well, th- thank you. For, thank you, Fred. And, um, thank you for those kind words. And, uh, I'll pass on to Kyle that, uh, your, uh, praise for the composting job and aeration. Yeah, if I had to ask you, what, did you ever think you would get into that business uh, 16 years ago? Not at all. That, <laughs> that's just another one of those things that um, there was a need, and we filled it. And um, we'll be talking more in the future about our line of leaf mold compost that we're producing now. Maybe by next spring we'll be talking about that. Oh, if Randy Lemon brought his truck out to your mulch soil yard, I could get a, like a sample of that right away? Absolutely. All right. I'm loving that. Do you see the way my mind works right there? Yeah. I like to try all different composts and give it a test. See, um, I've become a huge fan. I don't know if you three are, but I love using compost as my mulch now, especially on my flower beds, um, especially on my vegetable beds. But I've, you know what I've started doing is just everywhere I have a container, I'll put an inch layer of compost on top so as I'm watering my container gardens in, all those good nutrients from the compost are going through the root system. Yep. I do need to say, Fred, thank you. Uh, yes, I do remember you, and I certainly appreciate your loyalty and all your good comments. That's nice. All right, let's uh, sneak in another call real quick. Here is my friend, Rick. I know exactly where he lives because he was under the flood waters over there near the Kingwood Country Club um, uh, when Harvey hit and everything. But he rebounded fairly well. I tried to help him landscape rebound. as I gave him as much soil activator as I possibly could, but he's still got a Sago Palm, I guess, question or issue going on. Morning, Rick. No issues. No, uh, oh, no issues. No issues. Couple of statements about them because I'm I'm curious about something. But first, we have bigger business to get to. All the all the communities around town got got uh, garden line satellite broadcast, and all Kingwood gets is a conference call. Okay, it's the compost. All right, he's a this is a longtime friend. He's actually my electrician too. <laughs> the but, family, you know. Let's be precise. He's not my electrician. He's my wife's on a, electrician. On an, on another side note to the Warrens, I I miss and love CD dearly. Mm. Um, just just to love to go in there and get the the yards of dirt and everything else and visit with him. That was uh. That was some good time. So we'll get off of that. Sago All right, so palm. what's the Sago issue? Well, it's not an issue. It's, a, it's an observation that I've always seen and thought and known. The Sago palms, you can, you can tell the difference by looking at them, which one is a male and which one is a female. Correct. Correct. Very obvious. Very obvious. You have 30 seconds to make your point, Rick. Well, can that be? can the propagation stuff be done also with that? No. Rubbing on that and putting it into the, the, the queen, the, what looks like the crown of the female. No. You have to harvest the seeds out of a female seed head. You, the, the male head is sterile for all I remember, right, Mike? Right, it is. Yeah. You, you have to harvest the seed. You can just knock the, the male ones off whenever you feel like it. You really can. <laughs> the abuse of the male heads. And it's the female heads. When those seeds come to fruition, that's what we harvest, and that's what we propagate. I'll put you on hold if you have any follow-up to that, Rick. we do it, but we're at, out of time at the top of this hour, and we're going to bring the Warrens and Michael Wagner back for hour number two. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I like the longer version of that. Let me tell you something, folks. You can't fix stupid. Yeah. Appropriate to some of the people we were just talking about, huh? <laughs> Morning, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, Dean Bernice Warren of Warren Southern Gardens and, and their right-hand man, their general manager, uh, Michael Warren. We're here to answer a lot of questions you guys have. It, it, you can bring on anything. If it's a gardening question, it can be a tree planting question. Dean's good at that. It could be a mulch and compost question. Dean's good at let's do everything for Dean. Okay. This half hour. Okay. <laughs> he's he's a little bit too relaxed back there. I think he's having too good of a time. But look, well, I asked them to come in, help me uh, with Gardline. It was a good excuse to introduce uh, the Warren Southern Gardens to people that may not know how they got started, when they got started. And I'll do that for uh, the first little five-minute segment before we dive back into the calls. And uh, Bernice did such a good job with it last hour. Let's go through a little history again. Tell me what happened in 2009 that was the birth of what is now Warren Southern Gardens. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. We um, we actually started the Garden Center. We got the prop. We pr- we bought an existing green business in 2006 that was geared towards landscapers and the professional world of, um, of uh, landscaping and, and gardening. Um, in 2009, we decided we needed to open it up more to the public and become a garden center. So ever since then, we have been creating um, the beautiful garden center of Warden, Warren's. Um, now, each year we would do... Um, we would do upgrades to the property, and you know, every spring as our business would just bloom and blossom in the spring, as our industry does, people would always be amazed to see what we'd done. They'd come in just to see what we were doing. Um, this past year, we added the paver walkways, the Bel- Belgar paver walkways, 
Um, and then also rearranged our checkout area and our hard lines, our fertilizers and, and um, organic matter is now up near our checkout. So um, big um, improvements just done over over the winter time last year. Um, and now you're, I would like to think you're a shining example of the way independent nurseries and garden centers should present themselves and be run. Um, we are beautiful. We have a beautiful palette. Um, we have peace inside our garden center. Um, tell people to come there when they need to. We'd love for them to shop, but if they need to come, because gardening is, is very good for the soul and the mental um, status of people, um, or, or health, mental health. Well, Let me ask you this, Dean. The Back in 2009-ish, uh, tree planting was a big part of y'all's business, correct? Yes, it was. Is it still? We, we still plant a lot of trees. I mean, almost every day we're planting uh, trees and shrubs. We don't carry the inventory that we once did. Uh, the people we bought our existing business from, our property from, they, they're a tree farm. So it was really an outlet there at that location okay. for their tree farm. But uh, we still carry a lot of trees, a lot of variety of trees, just not the quantity. But we still do, to your original question, we still plant a lot of trees. That's what it is. So if you live anywhere in the Kingwood, Humble area, and you need professional tree planting, I honestly, I will always send everybody to Warren Southern Gardens for that because your history <laughs> your history of success over all these years yeah, says a lot about what Warren's is all about. You guys ready to jump back into the phone calls? Let's yeah. do it. i got a full board, so why not? I'll just hit what we call the – here, Radio 101. Y'all ready? I've just got this button that says next, and that means the person that's been there the longest is up, and that's Mary in Creekside. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Randy, and thank you to your guests for taking the time to come in. Um, I have a Jane Magnolia – that was put in by the developer that um, built our home back in March of 2015. And since we've moved here, we had the tax day flood, the Memorial Day flood, Harvey, and then this weird winter followed by um, the rain that we just had recently and then the high heat. And I'm not familiar with magnolias. We moved from Colorado, but it has struggled either because of the weather, I don't know what's wrong. I know the soil in Creekside is difficult, and we were able to do raised beds. We, we paid the money to have somebody come in, tear out everything that was existing, do raised beds, because they had basically just stuck it down in the clay that was here. But that magnolia was too big to transplant, you know, to do that too. So I've been babying it along. But Every spring it pops out, it looks very happy. The color in the leaves is good. It has some blooms on it. Not a lot, but some. And then usually by end of June, 1st of July, the leaves are yellowing at first. Then they start to get brown, um, you know, kind of brownish uh, okay, spots so on it. It almost looks like powdery mildew. And then there's how, a Did you plant this yourself? No, the okay. landscaper did. The That's, landscaper That tells put, me a lot I mean, right the, there. Yeah, the developer put it in. We were just and talking so about that, know Dean. You know, you're a professional tree planter. You know if it's a developer, they're just slapping it in there and not prepping the soil, right, guys? Absolutely. They dig a hole, stick it in the ground, and let it be. And when you get a, a magnolia tree that may be there for years and it has really done very little, tells me the root systems aren't growing at all in the clay soil. My suggestion uh, would be, first of all, let's fertilize that tree. I think that probably needs a good... Uh, 
tree and shrub food, a rose food. I like azalea food because it always has a really good balance. Uh, what you're experiencing on that particular type of magnolia is pretty common in Houston. When the weather temperatures get extreme and it's hot and it's dry, they tend to always brown around the edges, the tips. Yep. Uh, there's a, a plethora of fungi that attack plants like that. They're called Circusporia. There's about 300 different species in that. And other than being proactive and starting a spray program, say, late April or May or June, there's no way to prevent it. Uh, sometimes you can increase your water to it. It may eliminate some of the browning. But, Let me make uh, one suggestion. If you've never seen my deep feeding tip sheet, go get that today. Start okay. incorporating those holes around there and then take Mike's advice and put, I like azalea food too. I'm a huge fan of azalea food for magnolia trees. Get that scattered around where you're poking the holes. We improve the soil gradually over time, then that root system's going to take off right. and everything. So uh, I would never trust any developer's planting of a magnolia tree because they're already so slow growing in the first place. All right, let's go next. May yeah, I ask a, another oh, question? Oh, yeah, real quick because we got a full okay. board of calls behind you. I'm sorry. Um, do you have, rather than baby this along, um, I'd almost rather start over and do it right because it's, I don't need a high need plant. Plus, it's on the front I of the I like the way you're thinking. terrible. What would you put in and, in, you know, have somebody come in and put it in right? Do you have a suggestion for a nice ornamental that's on the front of the house and they're not big yards over here? So I don't need, you know, an oak tree or something huge. I just need Well, I'm going to ask pretty. all three of these people. Let's start with you, Dean. What's your favorite tree after it gets planted? You know it's going to be a successful tree. You've been planting trees for so many years. What's your favorite and you just cheated, though. I don't know. I'm going to tell everybody he just cheated. Honey, what's my favorite? <laughs> so, so I like the Japanese blueberry. I like that for an accent tree. I yeah, like that. We, Mine's we, st- we have them on the front corner of our house. Mine stunk this winter. Oh. And they're, they're beautiful. All right. Bernice, if you could pick an accent tree. Um, one of the smaller um, maples, the smaller red maples is what, okay. I, what I like. Mike? My favorite uh, probably would be a Chinese fringe tree. I think those are really great. Cool. Uh, beautiful spring blooms, 20, 25 feet, 15, 18 feet spread. Uh, it's native, so there's uh, really no insect or disease issues that we have with them. Very, very, very easy to grow. So it's Chinese fringe tree. So these are all accent trees. I'll throw my curveball a little bit bigger than all those that you say, but I love it because in the wintertime it will actually throw a lot more color. I like Chinese pistachio tree or Chinese pistache because it's not going to be a huge mm-hmm. like nut all or maple tree, but a Chinese pistache. Chinese mm-hmm. pistachio is a good accent tree where people like to put Magnolia is right up next to foundation. Stop that, everybody, and try some of these accent trees we just mentioned. All right, next up is going to be Rip in Texas City. Good morning, Rip. Good morning, Randy. Thank you for taking my call. Two quick questions. I'm trying to find a brush application, brush killer application that will work on some thorny vines that have a very, very waxy leaf. I did the first application about a month ago and uh, just now got back up to my mother-in-law's, and it didn't, it didn't touch it. What was the product? Yeah, what was the product? Do you remember? Uh, the product is up in the barn, and I was hoping <laughs> you wouldn't ask the name. I would have to go because well, we need to know that for the active ingredient because it's kind of worrisome. Mike, you've seen this for twenty plus years. You go into a big box store and ask for a brush killer herbicide, and they put Roundup in your hands. I'll give you Roundup. Uh, Triclopyr is the best for what you're trying to uh, 
accomplished. You said the, that the, the active ingredient is what, or is that a brand name? No, it's the active ingredient, triclopyr. Let me spell it for you. T-R-I-C-L-O-P-Y-R. Whenever it comes up, I have to write down. <laughs> They're all laughing at me because I'm writing it down. That way I can spell it correctly. T-R-I-C-L-O-P-Y-R. You're looking at the active ingredient. And you have to add a surfactant to it here in southeast Texas, almost anywhere, if it's going to stick to that waxy-style leaf. There's one other product. I'll take care of that. Okay. There's one other product, Mike. Help me with the name of it, though. In the yard. I'm trying to bring up the, the tree line here. And they're, they're out in the yard, but they're not runners. There's really nothing much I can do other than to kill the grass along with that and just no, let it grow back. No, right? I was going to try to tell you. Or, or, there's or the glue one. That glue one. Speaking mm-hmm. of, it's Furlone product, right? Right. It's a there's uh, a glue one. What's it called? Brush and stump killer. Brush and stump killer, and you apply it to a cut. Right. So you make a little stump, if you will, or a stem, flat surface, and you drip it on there. I prefer you putting like a Ziploc bag and a rubber band around that so it doesn't wash off. But it usually superizes and goes to town on cuts. So it's a glue-like substance. That's how I would do it if I'm worried about killing everything below. The only other thing is to harvest everything out, look for the new growth, and that new growth will drink in the her- brush killer herbicide right. quite well. You were going to say, Dean? No? <laughs> he got, he's ready to fire. Look like he's ready to fire off his microphone there. Quick little break. We'll be back. More Garden Line calls. 713-212-KTRH for our guests, Dean and Bernice Warren and Michael Wagner, all from Warren's Southern Gardens. They're at 1675 North Park. Vines, pines, and phone lines. Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Let's get back to the Garden Line calls for our friends Dean and Bernice Warren. Warren Southern Gardens, their general manager, their superior hire, if I might add. Michael's like a brother to me in the industry, so I was really proud of you guys for hiring him, and I'm sure y'all are patting yourselves on the back a little bit now, yes. too, aren't you, Dean? Yes, we are. <laughs> Good hire, guys. Pat yourself on the back. Uh, let's get to some calls. Now, some of these people are sending in pictures. Our friends, the Warrens and Michael, are not going to be able to see these pictures. Just heads up, Joey, for future reference. By the way, if you live in the Kingwood area, Humble area, Porter, you've got a... a a question for Warren Southern Gardens. It's a great opportunity for you right now. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Let's uh, start with who's been there the longest, Nancy and Katie. Nancy, good morning. Good morning, Randy. Thank you, and thank you to your guests. It's been an enjoyable show. I'm calling today about um, my lawn issues, uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm Go ahead sorry. and ask your question. Uh, yes. I am following the fertilization schedule, and recently when I was um, trying to treat nutgrass, I noticed some different types of runners. I'm not sure what they are. I did send pictures. Uh, one's kind of looks like a, a Bermuda-type grass runner, and the other one looks like St. Augustine on steroids. Okay, working backwards from your pictures, the the last picture of the runner, that's just a St. Augustine runner. It probably has no room to set up shop because it, you need an aeration or compost top dressing. Aeration first, compost top dressing second. The second from the last picture, I do believe that that may be a runner too. 
You have a nut grass picture was the second picture you sent. We can control that with Sedgehammer right now. Just make sure I, I am the, I'm the, um, what's the best word? The, the people with Sedgehammer don't like me when I say this, but it, the Sedgehammer product says don't use a surfactant. I say use a little bit of surfactant because you want it to stick to the blades in all possible instances here. But Sedgehammer, of all the Sedge herbicides, Mike, has always been the best in the 20-plus years. I am, I am treating the nutgrass with um, Sedgehammer. And are you adding surfactant. a surfactant? Yes. Okay. I've only done one treatment. I'm ready to do a second. And then the very but, first picture, I think you uh, nailed it. That is uh, what we call uh, nowadays the... Why well, all of a sudden I just went blank on it, but the Bermuda grass, the torpedo, torpedo grass. Thank you. Um, torpedo. Best, best uh-huh. thing you can do. What do you guys recommend for torpedo grass up in Warrens? Uh, there's really not a lot. It, uh, what you use on it will also damage St. Augustine or regular oh. Bermuda, so it it can be a difficult uh, problem. Yeah, to... it it seems to be taking over my backyard. So. Hmm. Um. I wish we'd have talked about this maybe a month ago. It's so hot, it's hard to use any number of herbicides right now. Um, but liquid atrazine, just on the runners of the torpedo grass, will make it unhealthy. And if you do everything else right with the grass, it can usually take over the torpedo grass. Okay. All right. So well, backwards, now forwards to backwards, Torpedo grass, liquid atrazine, nut grass, just make sure you, you're going to do more than one application of the sedge hammer. And then the runners, they'll take care of themselves over time if you have a better soil or an aerated soil. If you'd like, if you'd like to call me, uh, I'll be back in the office in a couple hours. There are some other approaches uh, to uh, the situations that you have, uh, especially with the nut grass. There may be some soil issues. Uh, things like that. Good that point, Mike. About when we have. Really, when you've got a weed problem, that's Mother Nature it's, telling it's you you've got problem. a soil problem. Exactly. So let's try to approach this from a find the It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply reasons that we have these issues and correct those rather than just band-aid 
maybe what's going on. All right, here's Curtis and Spring up next. Curtis, you're on the air with the Warrens and Michael. Hey, Randy, thanks for your show. Um, I heard the lady a couple hours ago ask about the peach tree, two-year-old peach tree. I'm in the same boat. How can I uh, find out the type of species that I have? Because mine's not producing fruit either. And also, I had sent some pictures in. Um, it's kind of doing something funky. Wanted to know if there was any fixing that, or do I just need to scrap it and plant a new one? I don't know that I could identify a variety of peach tree just by looking at the leaf. Do, do you get any blooms on your tree? No, sir. Okay, no blooms. So usually when peach trees don't bloom, there's two things. It's either the wrong variety for here or it's pollinization. Uh, a lot of fruit trees are sold that don't produce here in Houston. So you want to make sure that you buy trees that have the cold hour, the chill requirement for them to produce fruit. Where did you get this peach tree? I think it's Home Depot or Lowe's. Yeah. I don't even remember. You probably got yeah. the wrong variety for this Could area. Be the wrong variety. When they bring in peaches, this is an over, not an over-exaggeration, this is an over-generalization. But they bring in peaches. They're bringing it in ones that are sold throughout the region of the United States, throughout the United States. So they're going to have ones that may have 750 chill hours. And if you've never seen a bloom, I bet you that's your issue. Uh, when That's why we talk about Warren Southern Gardens and the Arbor Gates and places like that, because we know they're going to have the right varieties for this area. You cannot trust the big box stores because they're buying on a national basis, stocking even on a regional basis. What works in Dallas-Fort Worth doesn't work here. That's what I mean by the regional basis. Anything else, Mike? No, that's it. All right. Um, let's all agree he needs to start over, <laughs> probably. Find the right variety of peach tree. Exactly. Get the right variety. Uh, Dean and Bernice Warren, Michael Wagner from Warren Southern Gardens, here for the ride this morning. Now, Dean and Bernice are not going back to the nursery after they get done with the show. But Michael is. So um, if you want to head up there and see who Michael is on the radio, who was on the radio this morning, if you want to go there during the normal parts of the week, I think you can find Bernice there pretty much any time during the week. If you guys want to go see Dean and Bernice and or Michael, they're at 1675 North Park. Also online, warrenssoutherngardens.com. We'll have a few more questions for them before we close out for the day. Dean, turn your microphone on. That sounds like a Saturday Night Live sketch you just put forth. We're talking racquetball. Hey, Small World Story, we'll give him a shout-out. I think if he's listening this morning, he'll, he'll drop his <laughs> his jaw a little bit. Uh, now we have a mutual friend, Dan Ashby. Yes, we do. Yeah, One of my racquetball buddies and everything. Turns out uh, he met you guys through brother-in-law? Yep, yes. yes we, um, his, his brother-in-law, Mark, Mark, is a good friend of ours. So, so I get a text one night saying, hey, do you know a Dean and Bernice Warren, really? I was like, yeah. I mean, I don't hang and do whiskey shots with them, but I do know them fairly well in the industry like that. Turns out, small world story. So um, we were talking about racquetball off the air, that I do enjoy racquetball, and Dan Ashby is one of my racquetball buddies. And we're not bad for old fat men, you know, like that. So, uh, And Dean goes, oh, this is how I want to play racquetball. 
tennis racket and a golf ball. Let's do <laughs> You're going to break the tennis racket with a golf ball, and the golf ball is going to make holes in the wall of the racquetball court. Hold my beer. You're it was, destructive. It was just a theory. I never tried it. <laughs> That's, that sounds like a, a Larry the Cable Guy scene in a movie he's trying to do. Larry the Cable Guy meets the, um, what's the movie where they do all the stunts? Jackass. <laughs> hey, not, watch your language. We have dump buttons for that. Just kidding. You do can not say. try this at home. Yeah, right? Do not try this at home. That's exactly what that sounded like. Uh, how about we get back to some garden line call? Well, first of all, let me get back to my email. If you got a question for Dean and Bernice Warren and their general manager, Mike Wagner, Big Mike is what I've called him for years. He and I are Hawaiian shirt aficionados, right, Mike? Yes, sir. Uh, if you got any questions for them, please give us a holler at 713-212-KTRH. If you live anywhere on that northeast side, and maybe this is your chance to be introduced to Warren Southern Gardens, which is at 1675 North Park, give us a call right now, 713-212-KTRH. Now, can I read the email I said I'd read? Sure. I'm going to let you all I didn't tell them what was in it. It says, I want to read an email from Mark and Michelle. Dean and Bernice are the best. They do so much for Kingwood as well as Huffman and the area that we live in. A joy to do business with, and they have a local business that just gets customer service and taking care of their customers. Man, give me a tissue. I'm going to weep up on that. That's awesome. That says it all right there. you got to feel good about that. Right. Uh, both have very old school values and truly understand the service industry. We are lucky to have them in Northeast Houston area. Glad you had them on the show. Yeah, I'll pat myself on the back on that too. Good job, Randy. Yeah, no, thank you. Awesome, Mark, Michelle. Thank you, I'm Mark. saving that. Thank you, Michelle. I need to. And you know what? You made me cut and paste that and send it to me via email. That's pretty cool. That says a lot about what uh, you guys need to know about Warren's Southern Gardens. Um, I got to get to a subject matter that we have not. I don't like getting into negative stuff, but we're going to. You ready? Because I know you guys experienced it over the last two years the sod webworms and everything. They got hit out there in the Kingwood area just as well as everywhere else. You come up with an answer for everybody? Because I certainly haven't. Uh, Randy, there's really not, not an answer. I think the most critical thing is frequency correct products, and break the life cycle. You have to break that egg cycle. And um, we have a, two or three products that have proven very well for us, Cyanara being one, and uh, it's it's the timing and uh, every 10 days at least. Have you thought about this? Because when I started doing this kind of business and got into this industry, First time I ever got introduced to sod wellworms, I was specifically told it was a cyclical every eight or nine year problem. But when we had it two years in a row, that rocked my world. Right. <laughs> Correct. Uh, do you think it's here to stay? If we saw it two years in a row? I think so. Bernice? No, I definitely think so. You think um, it's here to stay? I do. I do. Because um, y- you might take care of it in your yard, but your neighbor may not. And so there's a lot of our customers are saying that um, I've been treating, I've been treating, but I see the moths in my neighbor's yard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I almost want to go treat their yard, too, to prevent it. So, um, but, but killing them, breaking the cycle, and then repairing the, the lawn to, um, to bring it back to health so is, um, is what we, we try to teach our customers. Okay. I don't like hearing answers like that. Let me get back to more of a good news story, some area that, like, let's talk trees. And this is, I got two emails from the Kingwood area. One is Schumard Red Oak, okay? And, Dean, maybe this is up your alley. I don't know. But 
noticed in the last two or three weeks a large amount of small baby acorns falling on the patio. Uh, Schumard Red Oak, well, they're going to have acorns. Exactly. It's probably just an abortion thing of the acorns due to the hot weather. It's like a, a stress relief. Yeah. They're throwing things like the acorns or some trees throw leaves to, quote unquote, save themselves. What about a mast year? Do Schumard Red Oaks go through a mast year every once in a while? Mast year meaning a heavy production of acorns? Uh, possibly. I, I'm not, I can't be correct on that. Hmm. Okay, now I'm going to, I got another one. That just made me think. Of the trees that you've planted over the years, which one, big tree, I want a, I want a shade tree, I want instant, instant success, which tree is your go-to tree if I want shade right away? Because you've planted a lot of trees over the last 20 years. Start with you, Dean. I I guess a fast growing would be a green ash, might not yep. be... I, I like green ash, like the green Texas ash. ash. I don't want an Arizona, but correct. Texas or green ash, really good choice. Bernice, you have one? Um, well, the Bradford pear is, although it has its the negatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, but it does. It, it, you know, most of our lifetimes, we don't, we may not experience it and we get to enjoy the beauty and the shade, but, and the shade, the thick canopy mm-hmm. of that upright canopy, yeah. instant shade. Michael? Uh, Probably the tree we most recommend is probably Drummond maple. The red maples are, are the Drummond is native here. Uh, good, quick growth, nice, nice fall color, and relatively rapid to growing. I would vote that one, and right behind that, I would do nut all oak. Yeah, I like it. just fast growing, and I get acorns too. So when you see acorns, ladies and gentlemen, this is for Lori. Don't don't overthink it. We go through acorn shedding every once in a while it's it's not that big of a deal and one more the other let me look at the time make sure we have time to get into this question here's an email question and this is good for all three of you too when it comes to understory trees you know we got a lot of trees up in the kingwood area Mm -hmm. people want understory trees do you even recommend dogwoods up there in your neck of the woods we sell them I would like to recommend them if we can get the consumer to follow the cultural practices. Okay, well, let's help Joy out with hers. What's some cultural practices she needs to know right away? Well, because she's struggling with her dogwood. uh, Make sure it's getting plenty of shade. Uh, One of the main things is they get introduced into sprinkler systems and uh, they're overwatered. Uh, I would only put compost around them two or three times a year. That's, That's native, that's what's in the soil where you see them growing. And uh, just keep the miracle grow off of them. You know, people do that type of thing. <laughs> I had that uh, uh, come up earlier today. Like so someone's trying to get something green to grow, and they're putting a one-to-one ratio out there. That kind of right. So me. I, I would encourage her to try to mimic the na- the natural habitat where dogwoods grow, which is understory leaves and twigs and things like that as a mulch. You mentioned it earlier, Bernice. I am a huge fan, as an understory tree, Japanese red maples Mm -hmm. in that family of plants. Right. They're so gorgeous with their darker maroonish and reddish and orangish and yellowish leaves that you're looking for an understory tree. Thank you for bringing that up earlier. Right. Um, And we do have a couple people on staff. Um, Chick and Diane are just very knowledgeable in the Japanese maples. So they can come in and talk to them anytime and and um, learn how to plant them, how to care for them, and how much sunlight they'll need and, and where you want to put them. 
So. All right. When we come back, I got an area of question we're going to throw all three your way, and I, you got to have an opinion on it because you started with the mulch and soil yard. Mike made me think of it just a second ago when talking about compost instead of mulch. We'll get into mm-hmm. mulch volcanoes in just a second. 713-212-KTRH, you got a question for Dean and Bernice Warren, Michael Wagner, Warren Southern Gardens, 1675 North Park, and online at warrensoutherngardens.com. Garden Line with Randy Lemon, your garden gnome's favorite hangout. Other than that bed of roses near your front door. Pony up to the microphone, Dean. You got, by the way, real quick, before we close, and I'm going to get Dean in on this very last question, but Bernice, you just said the most perfect thing. Uh, you love it when people walk in and say, look, I just need help, and that's what y'all are all about. Right. That's exactly what an independent garden center is all about, and that's what separates us from the Home Depots, the Lowe's, the Walmarts, and even some other big... Mass merchandisers. Yes. Um, just tell me what I need to do. Tell me how I need to fix it, um, because people don't really know gardening, and there's so many varieties of plants and, and funguses and, and just instances that come up that they just need help with. So tell me what I need to do to fix it. Help me fix it. Help me be better at what I'm doing. So when you started this company, whatever, years ago, Mulch, uh, soil provider, um, compost maker now, Dean, are you shocked as I am how badly uh, developers and landscapers have gotten about mulch volcanoes? And the higher the mulch, the better on the tree, and how deadly that is for trees over time. It, it kills me to drive through the neighborhoods. And and you can go through some old neighborhoods a lot of times and see where twice a year they're coming, they're putting mulch on, whether it needs it or not. And over time, it just, I mean, you can drive through and see them three feet tall. I know you've seen them. I've heard mm-hmm. you talk about it. <laughs> we've, we've posted some pictures for ha-ha moments, and, but, you know, trying to tell people, this is a practice you need to avoid at all possible costs. But even brand new subdivisions, even the plants that the builders, they're in the ground for six months and they start off with a two foot high volcano. It, it kills me to drive through the, the neighborhood. Yeah, I was going to say, that. as a mulch provider and a tree planter, this has got to pain you as much as it pains me to see. It does. Oh, that, that kind of stuff makes me. And I brought all this up because Michael Wagner, your general manager, brought up a very good point. Whether you're doing fruit trees, whether you're doing newly planted trees, the best way nowadays is to put compost at the base of the tree instead of mulch. And then at least it's degrading. And help me out here, Mike. I may not be explaining this, but at least it's degrading and working into the soil a little bit better. Right. I think much better than than the black mulches, the brown mulches, depending on how they're manufactured. There's some pretty bad stuff out there that where raw lumber is actually used. I've seen that and then died. I had that funny little sidebar to yesterday. I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen while you were down on the coast, but uh, Lady Kent, I sent in pictures, and it was of her peach tree, and she's got about a one-foot ring of dyed mulch around it, and she goes, it's not dyed. I said, ma'am, I'm looking at it. That's you call, She goes, it's called colored mulch. That's not dyed, is it? So you say tomato, I say tomato. When it's colored, it's dyed, and that color or that dye is leaching into the soil. And that's not good for the root system of the plant. I think her picture, she could fix it right away just by getting rid of that one foot of dyed mulch around the base of the tree. Aerate it, let it breathe a little bit better, and then 
compost top dress. So I'm high fives across the table and glad we're all on the same page. Thank you very much for giving up a part of your Sunday. I know you'd much rather be doing other things at the beach and everything with the family. So thank you for a little bit of your vacation time spent on Garden Line. Uh, for us to show you our appreciation for what you do at Warren Southern Gardens. Thank you for having us, Randy. Well, thank you, Randy. I look forward to getting out there again real soon. Um, I'm, I, my goal is to get there in the fall. Do I have a deadline? A time on this new compost that you're going to make? Is it ready yet for me? We'll, we'll be going. It's ready for you now. We'll be going to market. All right. Thanks, soon. guys. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.